Blog Talk Radio. to the Dr. Karen Can Radio Show. The intention of this show is to empower and inspire you to manifest the life of your dreams, whether it's radiant health, prosperity, loving relationships, or simply peace of mind. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And uh, if you're not part of my mailing list, I encourage you to be part of it because not only do you get some free gifts in the form of six chapters of my Guide to Healing Chronic Pain book and six of my Fast Track Your Healing program webinar classes. You also now get the formula for my energy clearing and protection spray. This has been extremely popular. We launched this with From Heartache to Joy, this particular gift, um, where you charge your own water with these specific frequencies amplified by my Topican healing frequencies. And people are able to, you know, the seven-year-old's able to get rid of monsters and the portal in the house, uh, people sleeping better, um, people getting rid of ghosts. Um, You know, all sorts of things, you know, feeling calmer, less uh, depression symptoms, feeling happier, uh, people getting along at work now, you know, when they spray the area of work, um, healers having more energy because now their area is clear of negative energy. So uh, please, if you do not already know about it, you know, get on my mailing list and you will get that formula for free from me. Now, today's guest is very special because uh, we just we, as in my assistant, uh, Michael, and I in the office, we just started offering Qigong classes. Now, Michael is my office assistant, and he actually wears multiple hats. Um, he's very talented that way. Um, but, you know, he, uh, is, um, he is a man who at one point when he was 40, now he's 60-something now. Okay, when he was 40, uh, he was having some major back trouble, um, he went to the doctors at that time. He got x-rays of his spine, and they just looked at him. They looked at his x-rays and said, I can't believe this is your x-rays. They shook their head, and they said, you have a spine of an 80-year-old. Like, they even gave, gave him some weird diagnosis that even I, as a physician, didn't even know what that was. And they basically kind of just kind of shrugged and said, well, sorry, I don't really know. There's, we can't do surgery. There's nothing we can do for you. Sorry. You know, that was kind of it. Uh, but at that point, Michael was, you know, starting to um, get into some more holistic healing methods. He's an RN, a nurse, and he decided to do some training in healing touch. Uh, he's now a you know, third-level certified healing touch. And then he got trained in Qigong. And wouldn't you know it, when he started doing Qigong for himself, his back pain, his back disability just started just, disappearing um he had shoulder surgeries before his range of motions much better i mean he's still he's still a little tilted uh, but you know he is so much healthier now because he does qigong and he can even come to kung fu class with my husband and i and he's doing wing chun kung fu with us you know here's a guy that's now 60 something years old who at age 40 had an 80 year old spine and so that's just to let you know the power of some of these ancient healing techniques. So today I brought on, I'm so excited, I brought on with us an expert in Qigong so that she can tell us more about it. Now, Shoshana is uh, a licensed acupuncturist. Now, I am actually uh, not a licensed acupuncturist per se. I'm actually a medical doctor, and as a medical doctor, I can do um, you know, uh, acupuncture as part of a specific training in New York State. Um, so, but I, a lot of the ancient I, I Asian medicine, the depth and breadth of knowledge of that, I actually don't know. I actually defer to my Asian medicine colleagues, like Doctor, um, like Doctor Dennis. You know, when we do life wave patches, and he talks about Asian medicine and, and all the chi and everything like that. So, I, I have very uh, kind of a basic understanding of that, of uh, the five elements, things like that. But I do know, and this is actually on my website too, that if someone is out of balance and they have symptoms, that their energy blueprint, their chi, their vitality 
is has been already messed up and usually not like overnight. Usually it's been years or decades that they've lost their chi or battery power, like I say, or it's out of balance. So that energy that you cannot see but you can feel to some extent, especially if you're you know, understand this kind of energy work stuff, um, is so vitally important. Without chi, you're dead. You you're not alive. There's nothing animating you. So Qigong is a wonderful Asian-based practice, very ancient, to help us build and balance our chi. So let me tell you a little bit about our guest first. Now, Shoshana Katzman uh, is a practitioner in the field of acupuncture and oriental medicine. She's been doing this for 40 years. And looking at her picture, I'm like, wow, she looks way too young for doing it that long. But anyway, uh, but maybe that's why, right? Because she's been doing it for 40 years. That's why she looks so young. So she uh, is a Chinese herbalist as well. Uh, she is a Tai Chi and Qigong professional, energy medicine specialist. She's author of the book Qigong for Staying Young, a simple 20-minute workout to cultivate your vital energy. It comes with a companion DVD, and she's the co-author of Feeling Light, the holistic solution to permanent weight loss and wellness. Ooh, that sounds juicy. Uh, as an Inspirational educator, she lectures at a host of public forums and has been featured on many television and radio shows throughout the U.S. And to learn more, you can go to her website, www.healingforyou.com. The four is not spelled out, so it's healing, and then the number four, and then the letter U.com. So I'm so pleased to welcome Shoshana to the show. Hello and welcome. Hi. Hi, Dr. Khan. Hi. So wonderful to be here with you. I'm so excited to to hear how much you know about chi and it's just uh it's just an amazing subject we could uh we I'm looking forward to talking to you more about it. Mm, yeah, this is fantastic because a lot of times you know, as a medical doctor, um I'm trying to explain this stuff really quickly you know, to people. <laughs> you know, so I can get on with whatever I need to do to to do their healing and I do have this little video on my website that pops up if people want to watch just to kind of explain the the real basics about, you know, the underlying fundamentals of um, you know, why people get sick. Um and and based on based on chi, but this is so great to have you here today, so you can give people some more foundational understanding. And with we have a lot, you know, more time than I usually do, and this will be a great resource for all people. And for by the way, if people are calling in and you do have a question uh, for um, Shoshana, you can call in at eight one eight five one four eleven ninety. Again, the number is eight one eight five one four eleven ninety, and just hit one. So I know your hand up, so I can. Um, unmute you. So, for example, if you want to understand whether Qigong could help with, you know, um, uh, say autoimmune or uh, if it can help with, um, you know, childhood attention issues or whatever. Whatever your question is, you can feel free to um, call in later and we will uh, unmute you. And then also if you're online with us, because some of us like to join us online, uh, you can put your question or comment in the chat. So I'll be opening up the chat and you can put it there, and you can ask your question. Um, so, Shoshana, how, first of all, did you decide to get into this oriental medicine stuff in the first place? Tell us a little bit about it. Well, I was living in uh, San Francisco, and I saw people in Golden Gate Park doing these slow, gentle, flowing, beautiful, beautiful movements, and I was very curious, and I found out that they were doing Tai Chi and Qigong and Kung Fu. So I started studying with, with my teacher many, many, 40, 42 years ago. And I was 24 years old at the time. And uh, so I've grown through the years. Uh, tai Chi and Qigong retired the aging process, so... Thank you so much for your comment about how young I look. I hope I hope that that's inside and out. I'm sure it is because of the way chi works with the with the body and and opens up the flow of energy according to Chinese medicine. Uh illness or imbalance in the body that happens in the way of symptoms or diseases according to Chinese Chinese medicine, is due to a lack of energy, a lack of vital energy, which is known as qi. And so all of the Chinese medicine methods, whether it's acupuncture, Chinese herbs, tai chi, or qigong, or working with food or Chinese massage, it all works to open up the flow of qi, vital energy, through the body to restore health. 
So chi is vital energy. It's an essential substance that makes up your body. And it's linked to all manifestations of energy. And it's the foundation for the body's growth and development. And the practice of qigong promotes qi throughout the body to promote energy flow and proper functioning of the body. It really works with motivating and moving all the vital functions and transformations in your body. Things such as keeping your vital organs healthy. It also promotes immunity by strengthening your chi chi field, which is a field that surrounds your body that protects you from external pathogens. So it, it has qigong has far far reaching effects on health, wellness, prevention of illness, as I said, retardation of the aging process, boosting energy, strengthening your sexual energy, uh, helping with your focus, helping with your mental clarity, and um, it's a way to heal yourself through practicing these very gentle movements that are coordinated with your breathing, that are accented with sounds and mental imagery in many cases, and it is a way to work with your energy system, your energetic system, through physical exercise. Mm. So, um, so for people that are not able to do much physically because of disabilities or, um, you know, maybe they are um, wheelchair-bound even, are there options for those types of people? Anyone can do Qigong. Any ability, any, any age, of, of course, an infant or a baby may have trouble, although the way you know qigong and qi is related to the breath, and we do belly breathing based on the way babies breathe, so they're actually doing qigong naturally. But any mm-hmm. age, any ability, yes, because the movements can be modified. So if someone is wheelchair-bound, they can do the movements, they can move their hands, they can breathe with the movement of their hands. And so they and and if you're if you're in the, if you're bedridden, you can do the qigong laying down. It just needs to be modified. So that's uh. a wonderful thing about qigong is that there are no limitations. There there are hospitals that play qigong videos throughout the hospital systems to help patients when they're in recovery. So it's very, very good for that as well. Ooh, that's exciting. Now, I have a funny qigong story for you. A friend of mine, um, her name is Talone, and, and we went to school together in university, and she's such a sweetheart. And she's so funny. She says to me, I went to the qigong class, and she goes, I don't know what's going on because in this class we kind of sit there and then we imagine the chi flowing and she's like everyone you know after several weeks is going on and on how much more energy they feel and 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 they you know their mood's better and she goes I don't feel anything (laughs) and I said well are you moving and she goes no we're doing this breathing thing I'm like is that it and she goes yeah I said well I said, I'm not really familiar with that much Qigong. I you know, know a little bit about Tai Chi, but I haven't done it. I said, I thought you moved. <laughs> and I said, well, maybe that style is one that doesn't resonate with you and it works for other people. Maybe you actually have to move more for you. <laughs> so I was just curious as to whether you've heard of something like that. I'm not sure what, maybe they were just doing the Qigong belly breathing that I was talking about. Now, mm-hmm. not everybody feels things. If you go to a Qigong class and people are saying, oh, I'm, I'm seeing colors and I, I feel this and I feel heaviness and I feel taller or I feel, I feel um, like a, a tingling all over my body or I feel very heavy, these are all symptoms of chi when chi is moving. These are the same kinds of symptoms people describe when they're getting acupuncture. However, some people do not feel these. 
or maybe they don't feel them for a while, or they may never feel them. It doesn't mean it's not working, because everybody's energetic system is different, and every single person experiences things differently. So just because she didn't feel it, it didn't mean it wasn't working. Going back to the Qigong belly breathing, it is such a powerful exercise that honestly, if a person was just doing belly breathing for 20 minutes in a class or half an hour, it would have tremendous, tremendous positive healing effect on their body because when you breathe into your belly, you're breathing into a place two inches below your belly button, which is called your lower dantian. And then you're breathing forward into your belly and you're breathing into your back at the same time into a point, a very special point, called Ming Men, which is Life Gate Fire, which is actually believed to be the very first place that was created in your body when we were all in our mother's womb. This is a very, very strong point, Ming Men, for strengthening energy. And so when you breathe into your belly, and, and both of those, these points are associated with your kidneys, which is known as the, um, the spark of life of your body, the root energy of your entire body. The kidneys spark the energy of every vital organ. So when you breathe into your belly, into the front and the back, stimulating the kidneys and these two very special points, you are strengthening yourself in such huge ways. And so I could see a class in Qigong just being belly breathing. It's simple. It's someone, something someone can do anywhere they are. They, you know, you can be sitting in the car waiting to go into a stressful interview and do belly breathing to calm you down to relax you, to strengthen you, and energize you at the same time. Mm, I'm doing it now. <laughs> Good reminder. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> excellent, excellent. And by the way, if you're just joining us, I'm interviewing Shoshana Katzman of HealingForYou.com, H-E-A-L-I-N-G, the number four and the letter U, Com. And we're talking about Qigong and the benefits of Qigong, an ancient healing practice. Now, uh, some people get confused, uh, Shoshana, between uh, Qigong and acupressure and Tai Chi. Can you maybe elaborate on what those differences are? Surely. Well, acupressure is the use of the fingers, or you can use an instrument to press an acupuncture point located along your body. Acupressure can be done by an acupressurist or an acupuncturist or someone trained in Chinese body work. So someone can do that for you, but you can also do self-acupressure. And when you do self-acupressure, it is a form of Qigong. So within my Qigong for Staying Young book, I have an entire section on self-acupressure, and I give people points that they can do for many different conditions that they may be experiencing. So self-acupressure is a part of Qigong. Qigong and Tai Chi, the difference between the two is originally Tai Chi was developed as a martial art. And with time, there are many, many, many teachers of Tai Chi that still teach Tai Chi as for, the, for its martial application. However, it has developed throughout the world also as an exercise done for health and longevity. In that way, it's similar to Qigong. Both Tai Chi and Qigong create healing within the body as acupressure and as acupuncture, as I said, all Chinese medicine therapies do it by opening up the flow of qi. So they're similar in that way. But what makes it different is that Tai Chi is usually a long set move from one movement to another that doesn't stop. It's a flowing set of movements into what we call a form or a set. And it has pushes and it has kicks and it has... Um, 
it has movements for deflecting, a, let's say, a punch. Now, if you're not doing the martial application, you're deflecting negative energy or negative mm -hmm. verbal comments that are coming your way, and it teaches you how to protect yourself. So that's a little bit different in Tai Chi is that it, it, it's, it's used as an energetic self-defense, whereas Qigong was originally developed for medical application. So you have some Qigong practitioners who will apply Qi to another person as a treatment. Then you have other Qigong practitioners who use Qigong to teach other people how to do the movements to heal themselves. So it's, it's, it's a way of self-healing for medical application. So, for example, in my Qigong workout, I have a set to nourish and strengthen your bones, another set to balance your endocrine glands so that your hormones are flowing properly. So each, each Qigong movement has a particular purpose in, in, in a way to heal yourself. Now, some are just done to open up the flow of qi and build qi. Qigong means cultivation of qi. As I said before, qi is vital energy. Gong is work or cultivation. So qigong is cultivation of energy. Tai chi is grand ultimate. If it's tai chi chuan, it's grand ultimate boxing. So there's that martial aspect in there. Mm -hmm. So I hope that helps you and the listeners understand a little bit about the differences, although they are very similar at the same time, in their ability to activate, create, manifest positive, wonderful health and balance and healing for people. Mm, great. Yes, that actually was very clear. Thank you very much. And I know that, you know, our uh, you know, our lives just in general is very busy. People are very busy and, you know, they think they ha and maybe they do, uh, but they think they have to squeeze in, you know, their exercise. So we're going to squeeze in, you know, going to the gym or maybe people have a home gym or they're jogging and, and everything like that. And I see people definitely, you know, making the time to some extent to do these exercises. Um, but I think that sometimes they feel like, oh, well, I'm not sure I have time to do Qigong as well. Or it might be, well, you know, I really need to burn some calories or I really need to get my cardiovascular up or you know, I really need to tone my muscles, you know, or something like that where, you know, they feel like they, there's some hard science behind that. Um, but maybe you can address this as far as, you know, is there some hard science as that Qigong is helpful? And then what, how would you counsel those folks that have that tendency to think that, well, if it's not hard and pounding and, you know, lifting weights or something like that, then it's not really exercise? Well, well first of all, the deep breathing aspect of Qigong is increasing oxygenation of the blood. And there are stretching exercises and there are stances that you hold that are building mus the muscle and increasing the flexibility. And also, according to Chinese medicine, for centuries, it is said that Qigong and Tai Chi are very good for developing the health of the heart. And it is believed that you do not have to do the heavy cardiovascular exercise, the aerobic, the heavy getting your heart pumping really quick in order to train your heart. It is said that Tai Chi and or Qigong for training the heart. In fact, it has been found to lower blood pressure, increase endurance. It has also been found to strengthen the bones and help with balance where people do not have, do not have as high an incidence of falls. And it's, mm -hmm. very good, it's very good for strengthening the health of the vital organs and the immunity. So this is... This is 
very old medicine. There are hundreds and hundreds of research studies being done all the time. They want to harness the chi, which, as you said earlier, cannot be seen. It can only be felt. They want to know why chi does what it does. They're working very hard to understand the mechanism, the scientific background behind it. It has not completely been elucidated, but many studies are showing excellent, promising results, and and the databases are increasing. So the main thing is is that it works. Just as the story you told before about all the people feeling the energy, the energy Mm. is what heals you. And you feel the energy. Again, you cannot see it, but you feel it. And when you have energy, it's the energy that heals your body. And so it's very good for that, and it's very good for stress reduction. Very, very good, and we can all use that, especially for the people that don't have the time to squeeze exercise in. They're the ones that need it the most. And if you're sitting at your desk, there are very easy Qigong exercises you can do for just five minutes. You can do five minutes here, five minutes there. You can go home, even sitting in the car, as I mentioned before. You can... You can do the tapping on jade pillow on the back of your head. You close off your ears with the heels of your hands, and you tap your fingers right at the hairline behind your head, and it it opens up your mental capacity. It clears the mind. It strengthens your brain. And you can just sit there. It's called beating the heavenly drum, and it's very good Mm. for for making us all so smart, which we need, because we are so busy, and there is so much oh, stress. Oh, great. Yeah. So that's Maybe, the, uh, well, you can inc- So some of the folks on the chat it. want to know if you could repeat the instructions on how to do that. Maybe we can all do that together right now. Absolutely. Okay, so take take your hands, take the, the palm of your hand, that, and put place your each palm over each ear, your right hand over your right ear, your left hand over your left ear, your left hand over your left ear, and your fingertips are facing behind you, to the back of you. So press your ears after you hear this, and then (laughs) place your fingertips around your head, onto your head, and your fingertips are going to go at the very bottom in the back of your head where your hairline is, in the center, at the top of your spine. So you close off your ears and you go, you take your fingers and you go tap, 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 and it sounds just like a drum. It's called beating the heavenly drum. So we can all try it now. Place your hands over your ears and tap, tap, tap. Sit up straight, have your head connected from above, If you're standing, your feet below, relax your pelvis, and tap, tap, tap. Ooh, so this would be good for brain fog then. You got it. Mm, Great, great. I can't quite reach this because I have a headset on, but I'll try later. Oh, okay. Is this uh, Governor Vessel 16 then that we're uh, Yes, yes, but it's, it's... Oh. It's, yes, it's right where Governor GV, Governing Vessel 16 is, but it's also called um, Jade Pillow. It's Jade a very Pillow. special place to open up. Mm, that is cool. Great. Well, you know, it's funny because uh, that um, that point is uh, one of the extra points that I use for what I call my brain balancing protocol. We have these little... Um, LifeWave patches we use that help to, uh, de- you know, decrease stress and, and balance the brain. And I kind of discovered that certain acupuncture points, it works very well to let, have the right and left sides of the brain communicate with each other, uh, get the autonomic nervous system much more relaxed, you know, within seconds. And that's one of the points that we use uh, to do that. Um, yeah, and also if somebody feels like they're a little, you know, sneezy or, you know, they feel like they caught some something, 
uh, then we, we use that point too. So that's great. Do you have any other great like sitting exercise that you could yes, maybe yes, share with yes. us? Absolutely. So um, you you can sit on the edge of your chair and put your feet flat on the floor and have your your spine erect and uh, GV20, 100 meeting point at the top of your head, the vertex of your head, the crown of your head, connected from above. In Qigong, we work with the energy from the heavens above and then we work with on the bottoms of your feet is a point called Kidney One, Yang Quan. The energy is coming up through your feet, up your legs, the insides of your legs, so the three yin channels of your legs, up through your perineum, up through the center of your body, and it meets the energy coming down from the top of your head at your lower dantian, which is that place I told you, two inches below your navel. So I just wanted to get you set up so that your spine is erect and you're drawing the yang energy down from the heavens. We also work with yin and yang energy in Qigong to balance our yin and yang energies, the polar opposites of our body, the male and female energy, the hard and soft, the internal and external, hot and cold aspects of us. So you're drawing that energy up from your feet through the inside of your leg, up through your perineum to your lower dantian. Drawing the, that's the yin energy coming up from the earth through the bottom of the feet up to the lower dantian. The yang energy coming down from the heavens of the head down the center part of your body to your lower dantian. Now take your hands, palms up towards the heavens, and place your hands with your fingertips facing forward. Your palms up, and you want to now breathe in through your nose with your mouth closed and your tongue resting on the roof of your mouth. And you want to breathe in and draw your hands upward very slowly and softly up to your shoulders height. Hands are in front of your shoulders but not past your shoulder height. Now turn your palms downward towards the earth And now exhale through your nose with your mouth closed, tongue on the roof of your mouth. Exhale through your nose as your hands synchronize with that breath. And now they come down and they're in front level with your lower dantian again, two inches below your navel. Now slowly turn your palms upward towards the heavens again. Breathe in one breath in through your nose. Expand your belly, your belly breathing, expand into your belly and your back. As you breathe in, bringing the hands up to your shoulders, and now that breath in breath is completed, turn the palms down, and slowly, rhythmically, very balanced way, relaxed way, exhale through your nose as your hands move down, palms towards the earth, until your hands are in front of your Lower Dantian again. Turn your palms up. Breathe in. Palms down. Breathe out. Maintain your erect spine. Relax your pelvis. Palms up. Breathe in. Expand your belly on your in-breath. Turn your palms down, breathe out, and contract your belly one last time. Breathe in and expand your belly. Turn your palms down, breathe out, and contract. Now gently place your hands over your lower dantian. And take three slow, gentle, rhythmical, deep breaths into your belly and into your back at the same time, relaxing your shoulders, keeping your spine erect, feet connected to the floor, vertex of your head connected above, connecting with the heaven, 
yang energy from the heavens and the yin energy from the earth, taking your three slow, gentle, deep breaths into your lower dantian to strengthen your life gate fire, Ming Men, your lower dantian, which is your center, energetic center of physical healing, as well as your center of power. And at the same time, you're nourishing your kidney energy, which is the spark of life. Breathing into your belly. And then just take a moment to relax. Looking downward, not closing your eyes, but keeping your eyes a little bit open. And just see your physical body. Feel the energy flowing throughout your physical body. And when you're ready, come back. Come back and join the group. Mm. That felt good. Well, now I it's a little it was a little chilly in the house, but I am warm now. <laughs> I'm warm. My yeah. hands are hot and that first breath I felt like tingling like all over the body. Yes, and, it increases. Uh, yes. Yeah, I, I, yes. I, and I tend to sit a lot unfortunately. I do remote consults from, you know, people all over the world and I'm I'm end up sitting and I have just a few minutes in between. I get up, stretch my legs, but this would be really great to do. Yes. Just yes. even just a few breaths in between so that, that I can restore my energy. This is awesome. Absolutely. And, the, Dr. Khan, the reason that you feel that warmth is because when chi flows, blood flows. Chi is the mover of blood. Blood is the mother of chi. So when chi is flowing... It moves your blood. So this is why Qigong increases the flow of blood, increases blood circulation, which we can use. Then that increases oxygenation to our tissues. It wakes us up. It makes us feel so alive. The other thing I wanted to share, when you were speaking about in-between patients or for people at home in, in between moving from one meeting to the next or if they're practitioners themselves, to cleanse themselves in between. And that can easily be done with something I call feathering, which is cleansing your energetic system just like you cleanse your body when you wash your face or you wash your body in the shower. You need to cleanse yourself energetically because we pick things up from other people. And you and you don't want to go from one person to the other or one activity to the other without cleansing yourself. You want to come into each situation new, clean, balanced. And so cleansing yourself in between in addition to doing this wonderful belly breathing exercise would be very helpful. So we have a question here on the chat. Uh, um, which hand should be on the bottom or closest to the body uh, when you're holding your hands over the uh, lower dantian in that last exercise? Does it matter if you're female or male, which hand's on the bottom? Well, there are, classically it is said that the right hand on the bottom for women and left hand on the bottom for men However, mm. there are many sources and many practitioners that say it really doesn't matter. From that, what I would say is just do what comes naturally to you, and that will okay. be right for you. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, I teach people this, uh, you know, I call it the aura cleansing exercise. It's uh, an energy healing exercise. Um, it doesn't necessarily require movement, like, you know, like you were saying, between – uh, between clients or, you know, at the end of the day or just make sure that people are responsible for their energy body. Um, so I think that's great that you reiterated that. And that's one of the reasons why we, you know, created the energy clearing spray as well between rooms to help clear the actual room of energy, uh, you know, that's left over from other people and things like that. Um, so uh, if you want to ask Shoshana a question, you can call in live at 818-514-1190. Again, the number is 818-514-1190, and just hit 1. 
So we know that your hand is up, and we do have a bunch of people on the chat. So, um, oh, here we do have a question. Oh, I missed this one. Sorry. Uh, here we go from Anna. Uh, greetings from the desert. I have a question for Dr. Katzman. Can Qigong help to reverse arterial sclerosis? Ooh, that's a good one. I don't know the answer to that one. <laughs> How It depends on how advanced it is. If it's mm. in the beginning, because of the way that it moves energy and retards the aging process and moves blood and works with the neurological, you know, I would do it, but I would also do acupuncture and Chinese herbs in conjunction with it and, of course, work with Western medicine as well. But they are finding, even with Alzheimer's, if people get in early, it can be, it may not completely reverse it, but it can slow it, slow it down. That's why I was saying, how advanced is it? And one of the things in Chinese medicine is, you know, I've been mentioning blood pressure or, or different, different illnesses, but in Chinese medicine, we treat the person. We do not treat the illness. Right, so, good point. This is so it depends on the person's health, it depends on their depends how they eat, it depends how they think, it depends energetically what you were just saying, how much they are in other people's systems or are they in them taking responsibility as you just mentioned for their own energy body? There are so many how much stress they have. There are so, so many factors that it's very, very difficult. And that's why in our work we focus on the person and them coming into balance. They're learning to eat better, get rid of that sugar, get rid of all that caffeine, get rid of all those highly inflammatory foods, and to eat just the right amount at the right time and to surround themselves with loving, caring, supportive people, and to support within their own self, self-care, self-love, rather than self-degradation, self, you know, yelling at oneself. This causes mm-hmm. illness. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a biggie. Yeah. So there are so many aspects um, but I, I understand why people have the people have illnesses and they want to know. They call me all the time. Can you help me? You know, acupuncture is well known for many, many different problems. Qigong, Tai Chi. They each kind of have their own. You know, Qigong is is well known for high blood pressure and for stress and to help fertility and 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 many many different different uh, physical problems but when it comes right down to it it's about healing yourself just as michael your assistant healed himself and has an active vibrant vital life because he has taken it upon himself to heal himself this is care this is this is self-care that you give to yourself each day along with everything else i was mentioning and this is what's so important is for for all of us, myself included, I work on it every day. None of us are any different from anyone else, is to commit to your physical body health and to commit to your energy body health, your emotional health, your spiritual health, your psych you know, your psychological health. Every single aspect of our of our being needs to be tended to, in in a in a in a way of self love, self care, and commitment, diligent commitment each day, and that's why squeezing and exercising is not the way to go, but instead <laughs> having having a really good balanced solid plan for your health, for your life, taking care of yourself and find that time for yourself to take care of yourself. That is what's to healing and to being in balance and to being able to 
deal with stress and to be able to deal with an illness if it does come our way. And it does. I mean, you know, it can. For many people it does. But you can ward it off when you Mm -hmm. strengthen but strengthen the flow of your chi, and your Wei Chi field is strong. You keep infections from coming into your system. You ward it off, and that's what you want to do: is have a strong, integral Chi system. And you can do it yourself through the practice of Qigong, even ten minutes a day and all you need is yourself it's best practiced outside with the birds and and the trees and the rabbits and the deer if they're around or just yeah getting that fresh (laughs) getting that fresh air getting outside and communing with nature communing with the nature around you and the communing with the nature within you and just getting outside Or if you're doing it inside, open that window and get some fresh air and commune with yourself. Connect with yourself. Move your chi. Open up your blockages. Get rid of that toxic energy, any blockages, stagnant energy that's building up. Chinese medicine is so big on emotional health. In my Qigong workout, I have the five healing sounds where you go through each organ, vital organ, and you release negative toxic emotions. So with the kidneys, you're releasing fear. The liver, you're releasing anger. The spleen, worry and overthinking. The lungs, grief, and the heart, sadness. And so we need to be balanced. We need to speak our mind, not hold on to anger, not build it up in our system. Our energy bodies are meant to process these feelings and these emotions. And so we need to do exercises in addition to walking on the treadmill or taking walks outside by the beach or whatever. We need to add to that energy body exercises that work with your energetic system in addition to the physical body. But what's nice about Qigong, it works with both. It strengthens your physical body in the ways that I mentioned earlier, and it also balances your energy body. Mm. Very powerful. Very, very Very powerful powerful. medicine. Very powerful. and and you know what? It's not expensive. You don't have to pay <laughs> three hundred no. gym membership or buy all this equipment or you know um, uh, you know uh, there's so many things that people spend money on. And uh, now you're you're mentioning um, ten minutes a day. If somebody does it twice a week or three times a week, and that's all they can commit to, is it still worth doing? Is a question. Most. Most definitely. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And mm. and you people will see the difference and they will want to do it again because you can feel it. And if you can't feel it, again, like I was saying before, just keep doing it. It will still have its benefits. It will help you to sleep better. It calms the heart and pacifies the spirit. We all ah, that. that's our next question. <laughs> well, actually, I had a question before that was, uh, and ha- like uh, on average, uh, that you've found anyway with your students, um, if somebody is practicing qigong, how many like times do they have to do it before they feel a difference in terms of their symptoms, in terms of their health? Uh, is there an average? A person can feel different after one session, but an average is about eight. Give yourself eight sessions to really feel it. But as far as I'm concerned, when you do Tai Chi or Qigong, it's really something when it's for you and you love it, it's something you do for life. So if you're doing it twice a week for the rest of your life, it's cumulative. It just keeps building up. It's mm-hmm. it's like a biofeedback for the system. You open up the flow, you feel what it's like, 
And then when you go, my students say this all the time, oh, my goodness, the way I feel right now, now I have to go back at home with all that stress. It's a biofeedback system. So you come to Qigong or you do your Qigong, and it teaches you what it feels like to be at peace. It's very, very good to help counteract anxiety and panic, which is rampant in our society. It teaches you how to come back within yourself, to reunite with yourself, to reintegrate yourself so that your chi, your energy is close to you and not flying away. Anxiety is the energy going up, flying up, leaving you. You, it's almost like you leave yourself. But when you do Qigong, you get rooted. It grounds you in the earth. Your energy comes down into your lower Dantian. Most of the movements stem from the lower Dantian. So it grounds you and brings you down, centers you, calms you. And that's how it helps with anxiety. But as far as how long Qigong works period. Just do it. However many times a day or a week or a month, just do it and it will have an effect. Mm, Great. Well, Debbie's question, and I think you partially answered this already. Um, I didn't really understand it, but I think you answered it and maybe you can expand on it. She was concerned about uh, since Qigong is an energy practice, can we do an hour practice every day without blowing up our nervous systems? Also, what would be some moves to do before going to bed to clear random energies from our body? Thank you. Well, the, the, the feathering exercise I, I, I had said to cleanse your energy system before going to bed, that, that would cleanse those random um, energies. And if you do your Qigong for an hour and you do it and you're mindful and you're kind, you never want to hold your breath really hard or blow it out. Everything has to be gentle, rhythmical, and balanced. Just take your time, breathe, relax, relax your body when you're doing Qigong. You can go for three hours. I can do one Qigong standing meditation for one hour. I never want to come out of it because of how the energy flows. I am so at peace and I am so connected with myself. It's like my arms just stay there and I'm not necessarily, my muscles, it's the energy that's holding me there because everything is flowing. So you want to do your Qigong. You don't want to do your Qigong tight. You don't want tightness in your body. You've got to relax your body. And if you tighten your muscles, you're going to constrict the energy flow. You need to relax, move slow, coordinate your breathing, your body, your breath, and your mind. Where your mind goes, your chi follows, and you breathe and you integrate your breath with your mind as you're leading yourself through the exercises body, breath, and mind, and you're relaxing your body, and you're shifting your weight slowly, and you're allowing the integration of your body, breath, and mind to happen naturally. So, no, you cannot harm yourself. One thing, if you are angry, I recommend, if you're distraught and very angry, I recommend that you not practice. And also, if you're disc very disconnected with yourself if you've been diagnosed by a psychotherapist to have disassociation i would only practice with the under the guide of a of a of a teacher that's very experienced you that is the warning that is the only warning i really want to put out there because if you're not keeping yourself integrated and working in that way, you can split, you know, become more dissociated. So that is that is the big warning that I have for people. And I'm very serious Ooh. about that. Wow, I it's didn't know not that for part. it's yes, it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. And you also have to have to just be careful in the classes that 
that people know how to have good practice methods and that they are keeping themselves centered when they do the Qigong. And that if you're coming out of a Qigong class and you don't feel good, that you know how we were speaking before, that you may have picked something up, you need to be very careful when you're, you're in Qigong classes that you stay integrated and that you protect yourself and create you know, a shield, an energetic shield around yourself. Mm, your physical okay. body, your physical body protects you. And you just have uh-huh. to stay close. You don't, you know, people teach Qigong and they go, okay, breathe in and breathe out and breathe everything into the room and we're all one. I don't, I don't subscribe to that. I don't think that that's the way to go. I'm very much into teaching people how to heal themselves within themselves and to keep themselves very close to themselves, very integrated. So I think that's great that you said that, especially now I notice with you know all these newer energies coming into the earth, we're expanding, ascending, and people are becoming, I've noticed, so much more sensitive to other people's stuff. Um, and, of course, those of us that are empaths, it's even worse for us. So we have to be even more diligent in um, clearing and checking in on our boundaries. And a lot of people are feeling stuff from mass consciousness right now and freaking out. <laughs> and they don't yes. know that it's not their stuff. They're not, you know, they're feeling other people's stuff. So that was really good that you said that. That's really helpful. Um, good. And I know we're running out of time here. I just want to make sure everyone knows your website uh, the healing for you dot com. So healing the number four, the letter U dot com. And of course there are your books, The Qigong for Staying Young, a simple twenty minute workout to cultivate your vital energy with a companion D V D and also the other books that you've co authored, Feeling Light, the Holistic Solution to Permanent Weight Loss and Wellness. So are these available on your website or are they uh, connected on my website? Yeah. Yes, and Amazon and, and everywhere, yes. Yes, they oh, come in. my book is through a major publisher and my DVD I, I produce, but it, it, it's available through, through Amazon. Is that part of through, the book or you um, buy that I, d- I did the, the, the um, Qigong for St- Staying Young, the book, is the, has the 20-minute workout with about 200 pictures of me doing the workout and how to do it. That's section one. Section two is what each movement is doing according to Chinese medicine, what organ it's working with, etc. Part three is 25 symptoms that we have when we age. That's where the acupressure is, is in there. I go through all the conditions. I tell you what they are according to Chinese medicine and which Qigong exercises work with that area, those vital organs or that, or your circulation or your sexual energy or help you with fertility or with um, digestive disturbances, whatever. So, There are the three parts, but my DVD is me doing the workout with beautiful flute music and the names of the seven sets in my workout, starting with a a warm-up and ending with a warm-down, and it's me doing it. But all the information about the workout is in my book. So they are companions to each other, but they've been produced separately. Okay, got it. Great. Yeah. Um, Debbie wants to know. Debbie, uh, I think she's uh, very curious here. <laughs> she's got a couple questions. See if we can cover it in two minutes. But she wants to know what uh, what's the name of the standing posture you like to stand in for an hour. And the second question is, do you build the energetic shield to, uh, to keep negative energy out by doing the belly breathing? Uh, bellows breathing is uh, oh belly breathing or bellows. Belly breathing. Belly. Belly breathing. Um, belly breathing is more building. That is more building ah. and activating and cultivating your chi. So naturally, when your chi is flowing and your blood is flowing and, and it's going out into your Wei Chi field, yes, that is a way to protect yourself. But it's more the feathering that is the cleansing aspect of it. And the other okay. part of the question... 
Oh, uh, just uh, what was the name of the standing posture that you Oh, yes. It's called stand. Yes, thank you. Standing like a tree. And um, okay. I have eight eight different postures in in uh, chi chi body chi, chi mind chi body, which is one of the sets in my book. And I have eight standing like a tree exercises, along with walking like a turtle. So you either stand like a tree or walk like a turtle. <laughs> I fun. love the name. There's a so I know name. that's the best thing. I know. I love. I love oh. the name. Yeah, no, that's great. Fantastic. Thank you, Debbie. Uh, yes, thank you. I think she's still typing. But uh, um, So, again, thank you so much, Shoshana, uh, for coming onto the show. And so everyone listening in, please go to Shoshana Katzman's website, healingforyou.com. Check out her two books there and check out the DVD as well if you want to do some at home. And you might be lucky, like some of the folks here at uh, our local area where you know, you have a local Qigong instructor who's certified and uh, can do this and help you safely uh, do this. Um, all right. So thank you again so much, Shoshana. It's been an absolute pleasure, and um, I wish you the best. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed it, too. Thank you. All right. And thanks, everyone, for listening in. Until next time, bye for now. <laughs> 